when you start in business for the first time, you just don't know what you don't know until you know. So that's why it's important if you are an aspiring Etsy seller or you're considering starting an Etsy business, you have an understanding of what a good profit margin could potentially be for you. Hopefully by the end of this video, you will have some insight on figuring out what profit margin percentage you would like to shoot for in your business. And I am also going to share with you personally what my profit margins are in my business as well. And then we're also gonna talk about ways that we can increase our net profit after we go to market with our businesses. Welcome back guys, my name is Hannah Gardner. I have been selling on Etsy for over five years now. I sell physical goods, meaning I design, make, and sell everything in-house and ship my physical items from this office. We are a small team of four people that work here and we work together and do all of our marketing, photography, everything in-house. The reason I wanted to bring this up is because a lot of people watching this video are probably print-on-demand sellers or trying to get into Etsy print-on-demand or maybe sell digital downloads or something like that. And it's important for us to understand that different models of selling on Etsy have different needs, wants, fears, and goals, which also means that the different niches of selling or the different models of business that you can have may yield different profit margins. By the way, guys, if you think you're going to get some value out of this video, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below because I put out videos regularly. First things first, what is a good profit margin for an Etsy business? Well, if you have seen any of my videos, you will know that I love rhetorical questions. In a way, I feel like rhetorical questions help you come to conclusions for yourself. So as I mentioned before, every Etsy business model or Etsy business engine has different needs, wants, fears, and goals, right? Me being a person that has a very extensive process in order to even fulfill one of our items is very, very different than someone selling print on demand or selling digital downloads where technically you don't actually touch the product. So when it comes time to talking about profit, I really pose this question to somebody that's trying to build out a Etsy business model plan for themselves. How difficult is it for you to create your said product followed by how timely or difficult is it actually to get that product to your customer? And in my opinion, when you look at businesses like mine, where there's quite a lengthy process to getting the finished product out to the end consumer, right? In my opinion, it's not worth my time, the time value and the energy and the love that I put into our products. It's not worth basically anything less than I would say a 20% net profit margin percentage after our marketing costs, which I'm going to explain this breakdown in a second as well. Now, if you compare my business model to say somebody that's selling digital downloads or print on demand, where technically, let's just say print on demand for a second. In print on demand, your profit margins are already pretty slim before marketing. People that are using Printify and Printful or any of those third-party print providers to print their designs on blanks really are looking out anywhere from like 25 to like 35% net profit margin before marketing costs. You might be thinking, oh, well, 25 to 35% is actually pretty good, right? Well, that's again, that is before your marketing cost percentage. Say on the high level, this pie chart resembles 
all of your total sales, right? If this is your business and this is your business engine, right? You have all of these different expenses that come out of that sale price or in a holistic view, your total store revenue, right? You have seller fees, you have merchant fees, you have <laughs> listing fees, you might have shipping costs if you offer free shipping or partially or discounted shipping, right? If your customer pays for part of the shipping, you have direct product expenses, right? So the, the cost of that item, which stands for cost of goods sold, which means the total cost associated with producing that item, including if you had to pay to get materials shipped to your office, including labor costs, if you had to pay people to help manufacture your products, including the finished packaged good before it ships to your customer. So that big that's a big piece of the pie there, which is cost of goods sold, right? And then what you're left over after you factor in all your personal direct expenses is your net profit percentage before marketing costs. And the key thing here is that if you are in the Etsy pre-planning stage, you don't know a huge, there's still a huge missing chunk of the pie here, but you don't actually know what that high percentage is until you go to market for the first time. What you want to do is make sure that that net profit before marketing is large enough once you actually have marketing activated. Basically the best that I've seen with a fully maxed out optimized POD store after marketing cost percent, after ads are completely maxed out, but a very scaled store that is operating beautifully, the best net profit margins I've seen is ranges around 10 to 15% for the POD world. Now you might be thinking, ooh, 10 to 15% is really, really low. Is it worth it? Well, that is up to you to decide. In my opinion, I still think it's worth it because you don't actually have to fulfill the order, right? So you literally have no risk. And if you're like me, where I have to hold all the materials, I have employees I have to deal with, I have contractors that I have to deal with to just produce my items, right? There's a lot more risk that I hold as a business owner than say you, where you're technically drop shipping an item and you don't have to pay for the product until it sells. And this is very similar with with even digital downloads, where even now in digital downloads, you actually have no cost of goods sold because it's a digital asset in a way. There's very, very low, um, low costs with that, right? So your profit margin percentage is actually even way higher and actually have a way higher potential to basically have a way larger net profit percentage after marketing costs. But with all of that being said, it's just a matter of understanding the model that you're going into and being okay with whatever that number is, right? So like I mentioned before, if I'm doing POD and at the end of the month, I'm only making 10 to 15% return on my money, that's still pretty good because the time value that went into actually fulfilling the order was nothing because I didn't actually have to fulfill the order. All I have to do is keep posting stuff, running ads and answering customer service. Where on my business model, 10 to 15% for all of the things that we do in our business, that's not really worth it. In my personal business, our net profit percentage before marketing is around 45 to 50% on all of our products sale prices. And then after you factor in our marketing cost percentage, we still sit in between around 20 and 35% net profit percentage every single month. Now let's talk about how we can go ahead and increase our net profit percentages 
after we go to market, right? And again, this is why it's super important when you're setting up your business model and you're trying to decide your sale prices and figuring out your costs and all of these things, it's really important to one, be okay with the potential of the business model once you understand your profit breakdowns, but then two, it should be a goal that if after six months of being open, you've been ranging around a 14% net profit percentage after marketing, right? Then it, your goal for the next six months is how can we turn 14% into 20%? And how can we tweak the dials on our business engine to increase that, that bottom line or our net profit? So off the top of my head, what are ways that we can tweak the dials within our Etsy business? And what are some things that I personally had to do to tweak the dials in my own business? So the first thing that is usually the easiest is the optimization of your ad spend. When you go and you turn on your ads for the first time, it is expensive because you're testing out products and not all of your products are going to be profitable with your ad spend turned on, right? I have full videos of Etsy PPC, how to run Etsy PPC, the psychology of Etsy PPC in my channel, which I'll make sure I link those below <laughs> in the description of this video. But with that being said, first things first is what we want at the end of the each month is to understand what our marketing cost percentage piece of the pie is. So after month one, if that marketing cost percentage after testing out you know, some products was 30%, how can we turn 30% from month one into 28% the next month, right? And what we want to do is look at our business on a month-to-month -month holistic bird's eye view <laughs> point of view, right? What people tend to do is they get in the game and they start drawing really, really strong conclusions on why things are happening or why their sales dropped or why this happened. And their shops have only been open for a few months. It takes months and months of traffic and impressions and clicks to really understand your customer and to understand what's going on in your business. And a lot of times people, like I said, draw these major conclusions about their businesses and why things are working or they're not working when they really haven't even collected enough data that is significant to make higher level decisions about their business. What we wanna do is on each month after month, we want to track what is our marketing cost percentage piece of the pie? And the way that we do that is by taking what we spent in our ads and we're dividing it by our top line revenue after refunds. And like I said, if in you know the first three months you were tracking an average of 30% marketing cost percentage, right? How can we get that down to 28% the next month? Or how can we get that down to 26% the next month, right? And each month we'll tweak the dials with our ads to get our ads more profitable. And you can't do that that one, without collecting data and running ads and spending the money, and two, tweaking them over time. Again, I have full videos on my ads breakdown in my channel. Now, another way that we can tweak the dials, right? So here's one example speaking directly from my business. What we realized is that that shipping cost percentage for our business was actually extremely high at, our, at its peak because our shipping label prices just went up so much that in comparison to our sale price, our shipping cost percentage was running around eight to 12% of our profit. <laughs> so previously we were offering free shipping and I know that Etsy says that they prioritize people that offer free shipping, 
but unfortunately for us, it was just taking up too big of a piece of a pie. So I decided to actually run a test and see if we remove free shipping and see how that affected our sales. And it actually, after two months, we didn't see any major drop in our sales. Our sales actually increased in one of the months. And again, when I'm running these tests, I'm not just running tests for one one to 10 days, right? To really collect accurate data on what's working and what changes in your business, you really need to run tests for in my opinion, months at a time. Another thing that we have been able to do over time is from sourcing some of our materials, right? As we begin to grow, our cost per unit should decrease over time. So what I mean by that is because we're manufacturing more goods, our material costs with our suppliers, um, we've actually been able to negotiate either better net terms or just get the price down altogether because we have to order higher quality of materials. Now, the cost that we pay to get our products assembled in America is still really high, but as far as material costs, that has also gone down. Same thing with our packaging costs, right? All of our mailers and our bags and our cars, because we've been increasing our order amounts, right? We've been able to get more competitive pricing on our material costs. Obviously, if you're doing POD or you're doing digital downloads, you're not really gonna have the option to get your material costs down, it's just, a part of the game but one thing that i do recommend as if you are in any of those spaces is as you begin scaling one of the first thing that's that you invest in is a, another designer to work with you to help you produce more designs fast because in those types of spaces it's inevitable that you need to make many many listings and many designs so if you can increase your bandwidth of the amount of production that you can put out that is a really really good first investment or if that's too hard to find for yourself, then offload other SOP or easy tasks to employees like your customer service or sending follow-up messages, anything that's time consuming to you to then offload to someone else so that you can actually have more time for designing so then you can increase your bandwidth of production. Guys, I hope you got some value out of this video. If you did, make sure you give it a like and also check out my other full Etsy ads videos. They're super helpful. They're like, very in-depth training on Etsy PPC. So make sure you guys check those out and I will see you in the next video. Bye guys.